Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here we go. Skiddly diddly 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 bop. You didn't do the Oh Whoa Boom Bop How you doing? Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> I don't know what that means, by the way. Right. It means something. It's funny every time. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is, in fact, the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, webisode number 71. And we are back in the lab. Never fear, the lava lamp is, in fact, burning brightly here as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And we found our way into the lab tonight without Joss McGinty. Again. Again. Blowing it. He's left us. I don't know what. Is he? A Scientologist. Is that what? Is he's, he's going door to door right now? Jehovah's Witness. He's witnessing. He's out there witnessing. So we miss you, Joss. The lava lamp is burning brightly for you, my man. Come home. Please find your way back. But in his stead, luckily, we have found ourselves with Matt Rada joining us again tonight in the studio. Which is very Thank fun. you. New Thank Orange County resident. Back. Yeah, back in OC. Temporarily. Potentially permanently. So, I mean, right off the bat, it begs the question. Right off the bat, it begs the question. What are you noticing as the major differences between living in L.A. and living in Orange County? We asked the same thing of Pat Keen when he first moved down here. You have been a longtime resident of, of downtown Los Angeles. I mean, living the L.A. scene. And now you're here in little, you know, podunk Laguna Hills. What are you, what are you noticing is... Well, I'll tell you, a lot more driving, a lot yeah. more driving. Yeah. A lot know? fewer crackheads. A lot uh, less of that um, pee smell yeah, in right. the air. You know? Uric. Yeah, much less uric. It's less uric. Yeah. More driving, though. We drive everywhere. You have Orange to drive. So just, Everything I mean, in Orange County takes 20 minutes. Yeah. I need end apple. Yeah. Okay, I'll be back in 10 minutes. Right. I got to go to the store. I got to drive to the store. But on on the other hand... Way more convenient. Like, you can do, like, five errands here. You can be like, I hit the Target, the Stater Brothers, picked up a pizza at uh, Pepino's and, you know, got some gas and dropped off a piece of mail at the post office in 30 minutes. Right. Rather than in L.A., that would be, like, three hours. Right. That's your day. That's, yeah. It's, like, a whole day. Like, okay. And you, in L.A., when you leave your house to go on an errand, you only leave once. You, when you leave, you better get everything done right. because when you come home, you're not fucking leaving again. Right, because it takes you 20 minutes to park in your parking structure yeah. or whatever. Parking on the seventh floor of a parking structure, definitely. It takes like 10 minutes just to get your car out. Yeah. So, so convenience. Once. Convenience. Um, and less and less uric. And less uric. Well, that's a, both. It sounds like yeah. a win-win so far. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's uh... You're closer to friends, closer <laughs> to fam. Are you seeing a lot more fam now that you're had dinner with the folks on Sunday now, night? Now is that gonna be is there gonna be, is there a threshold there where that's gonna become like you're a little too you're like, okay, guys, just because I live in Orange County doesn't mean we're having dinner every other night. Well, yeah, Jeremy, you're not getting a key to my place. Yeah. It, I mean, this this is one of the number one, you know, things to kind of consider. And I, I don't know. You tell me. 
You tell me what it's like. Well, to you live. have to. It's it, you have to set the parameters early. You have to set your boundaries and make them known. Like, mom, you can't just stop by unannounced, for instance. Right. Yeah. Right. right. That's a hard. That's no. That's a hard no. Yeah. I can't, like, for instance, catch you looking in my window at night. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's another. That's, That's a hard no. Pretty for me. hard. It creeps me out. Mm-hmm. It happens. It's happened. No, it does. Well, no, I made it very clear to her that I wasn't going to have stand after for that. After it happened. Did not stand for that. You know, after she scared the shit out of me that one time. <laughs> Jeremy? So, anyway, yeah, you have to set it early. You have to let her know, right? We're not going to necessarily have, like, a night of the week that's our night that we always do dinner, like, every Tuesday night. So, my parents go to the club every Sunday night for dinner, and there's always, like, a guest star. You know, it was the Bremers, and yeah. the next week it's Aunt, you know, Linda and, and Cousin Bob. And uh, I could see that invite being a standing invite, but... But you can't take them up on it. You're, it's up to you yeah, right? to draw the line. Yep. Sometimes, you know, like, no, Mom, I have plans this Friday night. Right. Or this whatever it is. What did you say, Sunday? Sunday. Yeah. You know, this Sunday, Mom, I'm playing golf with the with, with Ryan. Yeah. Or I'm just doing nothing, but yeah, this I'm not Sunday, coming Mom, over. I'm going to watch cartoons. Yeah, in my underwear. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to name me. Tell her you're going to be in your underwear because then she might show up at the window again. And it's weird. Yeah. Now, I think she's conscious of it as well. And it's funny that this goes directly to the mom because you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but as she's conscious of it, so when she invited me to dinner with, you know, Aunt Linda and Cousin Bob, it was like capital letters, no pressure, right. heart emoji, love to see you, hope you can make it. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So. Well, be strong. It's up to you yes. to be an oak, not a reed. Thank you. Okay? Appreciate that. All right, and welcome. Thanks. To the show. Happy to be here. And, and to town. Yeah. And thank you for dinner. Amazing meal, once again from the test kitchen. Thank Incredible. You. you know, we were trying some things. We got we had the fryer going, so we just basically kind of did a slew of fried foods tonight. Uh, went to a little holiday party last night with some friends. Little hungover. So, in, in general, just kind of greasy foods were kind of sounding good to me today. So, but anyway, I'm glad you enjoyed it. We did yeah. a, a, a shrimp toast. Delicious. Kind of an old school. I mean, I used to, I mean, I still do. You don't see it a lot, you know, on, on Chinese food menus anymore. But when you go to, the, like, the old school Chinese food places that have, like, the sizzling rice soup and the mushu where they do it tableside... Those are the kind of restaurants where you might still find a shrimp toast. And I love it. It was with the hot mustard. We did like a little fish sauce lime combo, which was nice and cut through the greasiness. Well, I thought that was a nice addition. Um, I think it would be a nice uh, you can serve it kind of Vietnamese style with the the lettuce kind of do lettuce wraps with that would be nice. Yeah, some lettuce, basil, cilantro. It def- definitely needs right. some fresh yeah, to kind of offset that. That would be the, a great way. You'd yeah. serve that. And if nothing else, it would dress the plate and, you know, look, make it look nice. Some green always looks nice. So that was good. We did egg rolls last week, and we whipped some of those out tonight. Those kept well, which was nice. That, that was another part of the experiment to see how they kept, how they fr- froze, mm-hmm. how they reheat. You know, that, that was great. 
Those were uh, pork, shrimp, egg rolls, cabbage, yum. Yum. And then one that I really liked, I've had in my kind of hip pocket for a while. I've, I've done it at some of my Smack Kitchen events, was the salmon rangoon. So good. The dill. dill. Yeah. The dill. The dill just set the whole thing What's off. What's the dill? What is the dill with the salmon rangoon? Pretty good. It's pretty damn good. So I'm glad. Thank you, man. Yeah. And then Simon whipped up some money nudes. Like just a, a no-meat, veggie, stir-fried noodles. He did a dashi again. Dashi the world. What is a dashi? Have we already discussed this? We have. A dashi in its most basic form is broth uh, made with kombu and bonito. It's like the basis for all Japanese soups, uh, Korean soups. Um, a lot of Japanese things that aren't even soups so, have dashi in them. So we've had some things here that are kind of uh, gastropubby, and then we also have things that are more along the, the Asian food you know, ilk. Uh, what are you imagining at this point? What's what's the menu kind of? Is it coming together in your mind, or is it yeah, still very, much very like, experimental right now? No, very much like that. It's going to be a, a, a like kind of like an American uh, deli slash izakaya. Is exactly you know I, I I think you should expect to see things on the menu that you would see. Um, you know, it, it, like a traditional kind of, you know, bar restaurant done and, in some different ways. Um, but uh, I think you should also expect to see some international kind of flair to a lot of that stuff, too. Um, Asian, I South think American. as a basis, the definition of izakaya is yeah. Waffle House. Yeah, right. Like comfort food. No, I'm just no. making shit up. But, um <laughs> No, like the actual Waffle House. It, oh. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, lots of uh, appetizers and then waffles. Is that what Izakai is, is like appetizers? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where else in the world would you see a menu that has like a hamburger on brioche and egg rolls? Right. No, but I mean, but my ideal restaurant. Right. Right. Jack in the Box. Yeah. Right. Jack in the Box. <laughs> For and I, One of my favorite things about Jack in the Box was that you could go there and get a hamburger, tacos, egg rolls, all in one fell swoop. It's true. Um, and I like to eat that way, you know, because it depends on what mood I'm in. Um, I might want all of it. I might want a couple of those things. You know, those egg rolls, I, I said it the other day, I would probably get the egg rolls every single time I was in here. Yeah, so I good. like egg rolls. It goes great with a beer. You know, you get them in uh, though, you, that size. I thought was good. You get that in like a, a, you know, three or four. Yeah, you can make it spicy if you right. wanted. You, you can make it sauce. sweet if you wanted. Again, you serve those like the the Vietnamese style with the uh, the lettuce wraps and all the fresh, and oh, yeah. eat that. Every, like they said, every single time. Those were exceptional. Um. So that that that's kind of I mean that's that's it. it you know kind of a long answer to a short question. No, it's we're going to have a smoker here so the big the smoked meats, the pastrami's, the bacon's, all that stuff we'll do in house. We're going to have a baking program in house so the breads for all the the buns and and sliced breads for the sandwiches will all be made in house. So we'll have meat and bread so the sandwiches you can imagine will be there plus you know the the Asian influence and the way that the kind of I like to cook and and like to eat. So. Amazing. I, you know, I haven't seen any uh, desserts like sweets come out of the test kitchen yet. What's the plan around the dessert menu? I don't think that our probably dessert menu is going to be too deep. Um, I would expect maybe to see something like some churros. Sure. On there, like a little you know thing of churros with chocolate dipping sauce, that kind of a thing. 
Um, we're going to do chocolate in-house, um, bean to bar. So we'll definitely have a, a chocolate portion of the menu where at any time that week we'll have, you know, one or two or three different featured chocolates on the menu. Just chocolate? Like a bar of Hershey's chocolate? Yeah, you can get it, you know, probably sell it maybe by the ounce. Uh, you know, and, and and market price, you know, there'll be not, you know, it's not Hershey's. It'll be yeah. some good. Uh, I feel like Ryan might have inspired this idea. I know Ryan to be a dark no, chocolate. No, this is me. This is something, I, another passion of mine. I've, I've always, um, well, not always, but for the last 10 years, have played with that whole process hmm. of taking uh, cocoa beans all the way through uh, from bean to bar. I've got a Panamanian chocolate connection for you if you need one. So I love that. I love the idea. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of connections there. Chocolate and and whiskey go great together. On a, a majority of the whiskey tasting um, events that I've been on in Kentucky, when you go to the distilleries, a lot of times they'll serve chocolate as a palate cleanser between the different whiskeys you try. Um, the bitterness, it's it's it, the, 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 the you know. It, it complements the, the caramel and the vanilla in whiskey. That those things go great together. So, um, and it's cool. Chocolate uh, is cool. It has a great history, a cool story, um, and where it generally comes from are neat places. So I like the idea of going and sourcing the chocolate at different places. It'd be cool to have uh, a good story to tell. Obviously, with anything. Um, Mexico is a place where they grow great chocolate beans, and it would be cool to have a connection with some farmers down there and be able to make a, a yearly trip down to Mexico and source our beans and tell that story. So anyway, chocolate's cool. something I definitely plan on having on, on the menu on, it. on some level and in our in in the uh, bottle shop as well. Awesome. Um, but not, you know, I, I don't see us having a ton of, like, maybe, maybe a, you know, I don't know. On the weekends, maybe we do like a uh, like apple fritter. I mean, you know, a scoop of ice cream for the yeah. kids. Ice cream we would, is something we could definitely have at any time. Maybe one or two different flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a. Uh, I love. I we always did ice cream at my smack events. I like making ice cream. I have some great ice cream and custard recipes. Uh, the caramel. You know, a big thing that we used to do at the Smack was the, oh. the caramel and bacon. The man of many voices makes some pretty good caramel. Yeah, he does. And caramel uh, is another thing that goes great with, with whiskey. Uh, you can add whiskey to caramel, mm-hmm. uh, and that's yummy. So make like a whiskey caramel, you know, uh, apple, uh, sorry, uh, bread pudding. Mm-hmm. It's something Ooh, that I yeah. could see us having on our menu, something like that. Whiskey, with, caramel, with a whiskey pecan. Sauce. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, that. What's that? What's that? Uh, you know, when you put the espresso over the the gelato and affogato or something like that. You ever heard know. of that before? No. You basically a, a little bowl, one scoop of of gelato, and then you dump a um, a shot of espresso over it, which you could do. But I'm also wondering if Sounds there's great. some really you know caramely kind of dense you know whiskey that might be good in that kind of uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. My mom used to make this rest uh, this dessert. That was just like a scoop of ice cream and caramel sauce, and then she poured, uh, I don't know, I think it was, I don't know, it was amaretto. Oh yeah, what it was, or uh, frangelica, or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Just over the top, it was so good. The yeah. booziness and the ice cream would melt into it a little bit. So, I mean, yeah, sure, just dump a shot of good whiskey over some vanilla ice cream or some pe- some pecan or some praline. Praline, I love a good praline, yeah. man. 
Tell me more about the bread pudding. Right? No, I love so bread, bread pudding. pudding is one that we used to do uh, a lot at Smack Kitchens. And what's fun about bread pudding is you can do different styles. You know, you can do – we one of the ones that um, we used to do at Smack Kitchen was based on our buns, which are based on Hawaiian King's Hawaiian bread. So it was like a King's Hawaiian bread-based bread pudding, and it had chunks of pineapple in it. And then we served it with. Uh, I made a syrup with coconut milk, mm. and uh, and that, that must had have been one of Joss's favorites. That yeah. sounds so good. rum, coconut milk. You know, kind of a tropical version of of bread pudding. Yeah. But you could do the yeah the traditional one, yeah. Like I think chocolate style. chips. Yeah, and with a uh, a chocolate swirl with some whiskey. Totally. Yeah. I mean, you could do a Pecan pumpkin spice. Sauce. Ooh. Yeah. For those basic bitches out there. Yeah, I mean, it's really endless. <laughs> Bitches love chocolate spice or uh, uh, pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice. <laughs> chocolate spice. That's a that's a different spice girl, I think. Yeah, that's a spice. Pumpkin spice is, was my spice girl name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Geometrically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, did you guys hear that uh, Del Taco or uh, Jack in the Box bought Del Taco? I yeah. did. I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. I'm wondering what differences I'm going to see. Yeah, so so a while ago, Del Taco sold to some company out of Chicago. Like, a, I mean, a few years. Oh. And because and remember, they, they totally reorganized the menu? Yeah, they, they, they did reorganize. The, the former, the Big Del, yeah. that went away, but it was yeah. still another well, burrito. And the chicken is now ground chicken. Has anyone noticed that? Yeah. 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 But the um, but their their whole thing was is that there's it's in there's a it's in a couple places in the south it's in Arizona, it's in Nevada and California but it really hasn't spread that far and they're just like this has so much more legs to go, you know to the it's rest the corporate of the model place. if you're not growing you're dying yeah so I mean it's like you think I think that's what they came out but they also said they were gonna reorganize some there was a a, a moment there not too awfully long ago where. Del Taco celebrated the fact that they were kind of like a local yeah. thing. I mean, there was like very California centric, um, which well, I think uh, In and Out's done a really. I was good just going to say In and Out, but now In and Out's like Everywhere. as far east as Colorado. At least yeah, I well, think they're it's in Texas, Texas now. Yeah, too. they're in Texas wow. too. Yeah. I say this opens the door for Noggles to make a comeback. I don't know. I went to a Noggles. Well, you and I went. They, yeah. they, there's a guy out there that bought the rights, bought the name, and bought supposedly like some of the old recipes. And he's opened up. It's it's like a pop up almost. It's in like an industrial park up in like Santa Ana in a weird place. Their hours are weird. Ryan and I went there one afternoon. I was very nostalgic. The um the cheese burrito. Right. Simple, was, delicious. Was the thing that I used to remember. It was fan, so fantastic. Meh. And I got to be honest, I don't. It wasn't what I remembered. The no. whole experience at this Noggles was not. But no. keep in mind, too, I mean, how much of our palates changed in the last. I mean, what is it, 30 years yeah, ago? I yeah. mean, you know, back then when you had like $2 in your pocket. So for those of you who don't know or are not West Coasters or whatever, there was a place out here. You might not even know, be aware of Del Taco. It was, okay. Yeah, part There's of the Del Taco. The Taco is, Wars. Yeah, the, there, there was the Taco World's Wars of the mid '80s, and there was Taco Bell, which, by the way, at that time was high quality. Right, Taco Bell. No, when 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 I was a kid, we used to go to Taco Bell. It was kind of a yeah, it was nice. Taco yeah. Bell, good steak. Um, uh, 
uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Those were nice. You went, yeah. you, you, you like, you know, got takeaway and you took it home and mom still set the table. And um, yeah, Taco Bell was, was nice. Then bought, you know, pe- bought by PepsiCo, corporatized, you well, know. Here's another thing. The guy who owned Taco Bell before that sold it to PepsiCo lived in Cota de Casa. Ah, okay. Um, he also owned um, the Crazy Horse out in um, Havasu, like Crazy Horse Campground. Oh, I thought and, you like the water club. park. <laughs> no, it's like, um, but they, you know, they were they were local around here. But they owned Taco Bell. When he got divorced, they his wife got half. He got well. Half, that big building off, off the five, the Taco Bell he- corporate yeah. headquarters used to be there for yep. years. Yeah, one of my neighbors worked for Taco Bell, and that was like he would talk about it. Like, yeah, we're really trying to make a really really quality product. But obviously, those days are yeah. no longer. No longer. I, don't, I, 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 haven't, I won't eat at Taco Bell. Yeah. It, hurt, it no, messes gross. me up. So out here, we have the rival to Taco Bell was always Del Taco. And in, in my estimation, it was a far superior product. Slow-cooked yeah. beans. They made everything on site. Yeah. They cut all the cheese Hand on site. Hand-grated cheese. Yeah. It was, it's a real deal. And I always backed it. It had a certain local, you know-esque quality to it, which I also backed. Still a big fan of Del Taco. When I leave the country and I fly back in, nine times out of ten, the very first stop I make if I've been out of the country for a couple of weeks is Del Taco. It was yeah. the first meal I had after lockdown when I got out and could get somewhere to There's eat something. There's definitely a nostalgia <laughs> to it. It hits, it scratches that itch. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say it's Mexican food, no, but no. it's great whatever. You know, That's a great crunchy shredded cheese, shredded lettuce taco. Yeah. Um. It's very they're, California very style. Very California style. There there used to be a place out here called Senor Noggles. <laughs> and it was like the other one. It was the other kind of rival. And it they were co- literally like across the street from each other. It was very common to see a Del Taco and a Noggles across the street from each other. It was like dueling taco places. <laughs> it was it was crazy. Well then during these the taco wars of the eighties Del Taco bought Noggles. And then there was a couple situations where there was literally a Del Taco across the street from the Del Taco. If you remember yeah. the one up on El Toro. Yeah, yeah. And that, they let that – it was for years. There was yeah. a Del Taco across – they were literally kitty corner from each other. Um, but, I mean, dep- and they obviously were doing enough business to sustain it depending on what – you know, it was Which pretty major, tr- major thoroughfare. You, on, you didn't have to flip a bitch or whatever. You could just <laughs> grab it and keep going, so – it's a big um, part of the decision of which uh, restaurant you stop at when right. you're on the road, uh, and and even for a while there, there was some of the some of the Noggles items carried over onto the Del Taco menu uh, when they initially were acquired. But it, it's like they you know now it. it's all you can't tell what's what, and if any of that was left, it's it's all Del Taco now. I feel like uh, Noggles had like churros too, isn't that 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 might have been one of the carryovers from Noggles with like yeah. the churro. Or maybe it was the churro chips or something like that. You know yeah, those, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah, yeah, chips, the fried flour tortillas. Yeah, they call them like sopapitas or yeah. something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Well, and just in case people those don't are the know, two things you got at Noggles with those things and the cheese burrito. Right. Yeah. The uh, the taco wars were what caused the original. 59 cent taco and yeah right 49 cent taco well no it and, really was yeah it was the, I mean, the it precursor was, to the value menu yeah, yeah. is when they were competing with each other and so they were fighting so it was who could get the lowest price taco of i think they got down to 39 cents right no there, like was, that. there was taco bell 39 cents that was taco. the taco yeah. war yeah, yeah. And those two the the noggles the del taco right across the street from each other over there off avery and then of course you had a's burgers around the corner which also had a rival bean burrito yeah 
So you had a lot of choices in that little neck of the woods. I had Ace today for lunch. Great. Still does a great job. Talk about local. Yeah. That's loped out. Best fried zucchini. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is it the fried zucchini that's so good, or is it their ranch dressing Well, it's so really good? both, because it's not a Bush League zucchini. It's not one of those bagged, frozen, pre-cut, crappy little triangles. It's like, they cut them there. You get the little, kind of little straggly ends sometimes that are, like, extra crispy. They bread them, like, the breading, it's good. Now, we've discussed this actually on the show before. There is a window. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they get soggy quick. You, they're they're, they're too hot when you first get them. Yeah. And then if you let them go, and then you got to open the bag. Like if you plan yes. on traveling any distance, you you got to open the bag right up because they'll steam. And yeah. then they lose all their crunches and you just and... blow them. So I it, just lay them up on the dashboard. Yeah. I just put them all like in a row up right, on the you dashboard. Sprinkle them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to give them a little spray space it to down cool with off. Some ranch. And, and the then steam. you gotta let you gotta get them right when they're st- almost still too hot to eat. You yeah. plunge them in the cold ranch, and that makes it, you know, palatable. Right. But if you let them go too long, then when you dump them, by the time you get them in the ranch and in your mouth, it's like you're eating paste. Yeah. So, uh, but man, their ranch is solid. Though. And that, I mean, and that, that's actually what I was explaining to Simon today. I mean, it was a good, solid question, Matt, because truthfully, we, Simon, we got him in the truck and, bef- and that's the thing is you can't, it's not an item that you get the sample before you get home mm, yeah. because they're not good without the ranch. Oh, so yeah. even if they're not too hot, you don't want to just eat them plain. And by the time you get in and you uncork the ranch, can ramekin and it's a you can't do that while you're driving right it's not like you can sneak a couple like fries right so we he tried to he handed me a, a one today and and i ate it and it was like yeah it's, it's pretty like, lackluster like yeah. sweet vegetables <laughs> so truthfully i mean they they are good because they are i mean it's it's better than like a bagged frozen version but you still don't want to eat them without the ranch yeah it's truly just a delivery device for the ranch. Absolutely. It's a way for you just to basically eat a ramekin of ranch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to eat a small bowl of ranch. Yeah, Can I mean, you, you could totally me just down the ranch. What's, what's funny is you feel weird about just drinking ranch, yeah. but you do yourself a favor if you just drink the ranch and forego the, the, the fried goods. It's true. It's way better for you to just drink the ranch. So maybe next time when you're craving it, that's something that you're going to dip in ranch, you just go to the fridge, you pop the bottle, and you just take a couple glugs off the, <laughs> off the Hidden Valley. See, but Hidden Valley is not nearly as good as, oh, yeah. you know, fresh ranch. No, like you got to whip it up yeah you definitely got to whip it up no i agree uh fishbone or what's the other one wishbone wishbone <laughs> no yeah. nah meh uh-uh. it's all the preservatives yeah you it tastes have the like it's just like they're always a little kind of sweet and have like a weird aftertaste yeah gelatinous maybe the bob's big boy yeah they do an okay ranch that's yeah. a pretty good ranch for the most part though like when it comes to bob's it's, it's all a blue cheese or a, a Roquefort. A Roquefort. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Do you think – I would like to do this on the show, and this is yeah. a great segue into the next segment, actually. I think it would be cool to do a segment on the show where we did a taste test between the blue cheese and the Roquefort. Yeah. To see if you can tell. Do you think you could tell the difference? Let me ask you this. What What's the difference between a blue cheese dressing and a Roquefort dressing? I have no interest in finding out. I don't like either one. Oh, of them. I do. Oh. Yeah. I love it. I feel like maybe the Roford has like is like like larger pieces of cracked pepper or something. 
Yeah. Or is, it, is it a kind of is Roquefort a kind of cheese? I believe it is. It's a. But it's I think very it's a, similar I think it's to a, blue. It's a. It's in the class of a blue cheese, but it's just like I've always thought Roquefort was more. Like it's not, not harsh or like not, but it's like, it's like you got gorgonzola, you got blue cheese, yeah. you got Roquefort, and I think Roquefort's on, like the, more stinky or less stinky than blue. Um. I think it's well. See, that's the thing is, it's like I think it goes gorgonzola, uh, Rogueford, and then blue. But it depends on the definition. Like see, Stilton's I mean, cheese is funny for me. It's really like I like it. Yeah, and I like the stinky stuff. Um, that being said, I don't necessarily need to eat a shit ton of it. Yeah, a little bit goes a long way, but I will eat it and I will enjoy the flavor. Like a little bit of blue cheese with a like a you know like an apple and some red wine. I mean, there's some good flavors going on there. The only good use for blue cheese dressing is buffalo wings. Right, so you that's, will eat it on a buffalo. That's the wing. only acceptable use. Mm. And Otherwise, do you like, like to if dig I get in a... there with it and get like the big hunk of blue no. cheese, out? Is no, no, I like no. that. I love no. that. The like I'm not the kind of guy like. Yes, I'd love to have the wedge salad, and can you please not put the blue cheese crumbles, and can I please have that with ranch dressing instead of blue cheese dressing? I just Ooh. came up with such a great idea. I'm going to have to do try. So I used to do this thing where I would debone. I was going to say bone, where I bone a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's illegal in most states. Yeah. Not in West Virginia. No, uh, but what is it? What's the sound? <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Not in West Virginia, though. Bing bong. <laughs> um, hey, go. Hey, fuck your life. Yeah. Bing bong. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. If, uh, I would tell you guys to go check it out on YouTube because it's funny. <laughs> hey, Shlomo! Oh, yeah, what's the Bing Bong video? Fuck your life. No. Bing Bong. <laughs> what's it called? What would no, you look up? No like, if you were going to look it up on YouTube... Now, kids. Yeah. Let me, let, me, let me just say, this isn't for the kids. Coney Island... Coney Island Ski Club Side Talk is a funny video. If you're a fan of videos like He Needs Some Milk <laughs> and other such videos, I think you'll like this one. The house is on, was on fire. That yeah, one. I love that one. Oh, one. they be raping everybody. The, your mother, <laughs> your father. Remember those? Yeah. Some, if you like those kind of videos, you'll love this Coney Island one. It's... <laughs> Ski club. And bing bong. Anyway. <laughs> Fuck your life. Bing bong. Roqueford. Oh, you were going to bone a chicken. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> so I was boning this chicken. No, no, no. I got an idea to debone. So what I used to do is I used to debone chicken wings. And then I would stuff them with like shumai filling, like a pork mm. filling. And grill them, and they were money. Boneless chicken wings. You bite into it expecting a bone, and instead it's they're all soft and filled and yummy. What if you fill bone? What if you boned a chicken, right, and then stuffed it with blue cheese, oh. and then breaded it, and then fried it? So it's like a reverse buffalo wing with the blue cheese on the inside. Yeah, and then you just dip it in the buffalo sauce. Yeah. 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 
I'm going to do that. I mean, it's kind of along the lines of like stuffed crust pizza, but if you make it homemade and people recognize you made it homemade and it's not like a, you know, like those hot dogs with cheese on the inside. I That's love a great, those. Ugh. It's great I idea. love those, man. Those are great. Are you kidding me? Yeah. This, this is really good. Um, I think, though, yeah, no, if it was house made and you did it, you know. Seems like it would take a long time for that. It's like, a pain in the ass for and, sure. Just dip it in blue cheese. Go dip it and go fuck yourself. Yeah, big yeah, bomb. Big bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So while we're talking about food, you know, it's fun that you're here tonight, Matt. Oh, yeah? We have a Coach Baseball. I've never had delivery. a Coach Baseball. Do you know? But you're familiar with I'm what a, it is. I'm an avid listener. I know Coach Baseball. Coach Baseball has sent us something tonight, and you know what? It's not a. I don't think it's a bad one. Okay. You know, and I don't think that he ever necessarily sends us. Well, that's not true. Nobody in the in, in the right mind thought mayonnaise flavored soda or whatever was going to be ranch soda and water. Actually, the, water. the pepperoni thing sounded pretty good. Oh yeah. Oh, the bologna. So what? Oh, pickled no, no. bologna. The pickled rope bologna was not good. <laughs> it wasn't. Though. Okay, wait. I don't know why I did that. Will you get that, Matt? <laughs> so what he sent us in the. Uh, uh, holiday tradition. Of, of, yeah, spirit of holiday are two of everyone's favorite holiday delicacies, the the fruitcake. Meh. Doesn't everyone love the fruitcake? Yeah. It's actually one that people kind of tend to not like, it's right? It's like tuna casserole. You know, it's yeah. one of those things that's traditional, but no one really likes it. Well, you know what? Here's what, newsflash. I actually like fruitcake. Okay. Um, People always say it's dry or it's hard, and I like the chewy, like, I like spumoni. You know, the, the Italian ice cream that has the pieces of dried fruit in it? Like, I like dried fruit pieces in my... So he sent us two. The first one we're gonna try here is, what are you? I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you like a? I've never been a big fan. And what it's, what is it that you don't like about it? Uh, it's one of those things like uh, I haven't seen too much of a standard. You know, like sometimes you get one and it's just looks like anise, like kind of a yeah, two anise. You know, it's got too like much too much of the fucking. Too much, <laughs> too much of the uh, of the you know dried fruit, but that's like fluorescent red and orange. It's like that's not. I think that's the thing. The fruit's Here, just kind of questionable. Here. So there you go. There you go. Just a handful of fruitcake. So this first one, kind of anise <laughs> preservatives. I don't know. It tastes like anise. Mm. I mean, is there, is there licorice in here? Yeah. What, what's going on? This is a this is Carly's Cakes original fruit cake. This is like a traditional little boxed. I think this is like a super tradition. Mm-hmm. Carly's Cakes. People need to have higher standards. <laughs> this one, this is probably like this is literally like a little brick. Yeah. I mean, it's dense. It's heavy. It's thick. It looks. It's the shape of a, like a brick. Yeah. Um. Log. That yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah. Um. Hey, fruitcake, bing bong. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. The Carly's Cake traditional version, yeah. That wasn't the worst one I've ever had. Not the worst. It was moist. Mm -hmm. It was moist. This is from Betty's Bakery. This is an old-fashioned Kentucky bourbon. Mm. 
fruitcake. Mm. So this one could be fun. It's got bourbon in it. It's mm. not as like dense. A little more cakey. It's definitely wetter. Bing bong. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a piece? Do you taste the bourbon? I don't really taste the bourbon. It's a little boozy. Mm-hmm. A little boozy. Um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, maybe with like a cup of coffee. And yeah. like a deserted island with no other food Yeah, I on could it. eat like a small square. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cream? here's the thing. It's not gross. No. It's not off-putting. It's just not anything that I would ever like crave. Would I? Like, oh, I'm going to go slice myself a big... Yeah, like the, I've Slab got cookies in the cake. pantry. I've got fruit cake in the pantry. I've got ice cream in the freezer. Yeah, fruit cake. Not probably fruit cake. Yeah. No, that one would go like that. Would just sit in the pantry. You know what? By the, by the, the, the way, this will be gone in the next two days. It's so sweet. It's hurting, and my gums are stinging now. Mm-hmm. Do you it's, have that? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, also that with all that, all the chunkiness, and then they're like, someone put some effort to make this mediocre of a product. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for generations. For generations. Hey, you know what? We're going to keep making this because we have been. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like maybe you, it's one of those things where you're kind of, you maybe let this one go. Yeah. Kind of like figgy pudding. Yeah. Maybe we let it go. It's kind of like spotted dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, who really eats a bunch of spotted dick anymore? That's another one that Coach Baseball sent a spotted dick. Mm-hmm. What we, is spotted dick? It's a, another kind of a... It's usually just freckles. Yeah. Can be, you know, general warts. Uh, No, it is, uh, it's another dessert. It's like a steamed cake. It's like a pudding. It was like a, but any, but pudding in, in, in England means dessert. Okay. So it was, it was another kind of a steamed cake. It was okay. Again, no one hated it. I actually probably would rather have spotted dick than fruit cake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of innuendo. You have enough sprouted dick, they call you fruitcake. Yeah. Yeah. Boom, pow. Hey, big bong. That's too fun. that guy does that? I I just think it's hilarious <laughs> that there's an entire community of what Staten Island, no Coney, Coney Island. Apparently, everybody that yells, that everybody yells, yells the no Bing Bong after it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, real fun stuff, kids. So yeah, thanks, Coach. Fruitcake. Great job. I mean, this one, the Carly's cakes. I mean, you I could make was... an anchor out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that one was better. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> I think that Carly's was better than uh, Betty's bullshit yeah. fruitcake. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. You didn't like the bourbon? Betty no. can go fuck herself. <laughs> <laughs> Bing, Bing bong. bong. <laughs> yeah, Car- Carly did a better job. Really? You like the kind of just the more the tradition? But it looks like it has gummy bears in it. Like, or like <laughs> cut up gummy. what those like, are, yeah. Just fake-ass fruit that's <laughs> been flavored to not even yeah, be Yeah, it's almost good. like on the Bettys they tried too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the it, it, that's the idea, though, right? It's supposed to be candied fruit. It's yeah, not right. supposed yeah. to be, like, fruit. Yeah. Back to the topic of candied fruit. If you haven't tried Spumoni... Give it a shot. It's great. Have you had Spumoni? I don't even know what that is. Oh, my goodness. It is an Italian ice cream, and I believe it's 
pistachio chocolate and cherry. Oh, yeah. It's like a rainbow, and it has little pieces of dried fruit in it. Real good. Which is the cherry or in addition to cherry? I think you get the pistachio, you get some cherry. Yeah, there's little pieces, and they taste like little like gummy bears. Mm. Really, the kids are all about the, the spumoni right now. Can't get them off the stuff. So yeah, I let I me. Mean, we'll probably I, again. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna toss it. At it the will end be. Of the night. We'll keep it around here tomorrow while I'm editing with a little coffee. We could use it as a wheel chalk for if any of the cars. <laughs> this <are ready>. thing. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Sounds like gr- Grandpa tripped upstairs getting out of the bathtub. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, Papa, <laughs> we're coming. So, um, I just think it's funny because if you don't get it now, it'll be there for a week. Yeah. <laughs> Papa. Um. Well, thank Coach Base. Thanks, Coach Baseball. Yeah, I think it's, it's the great. thought that counts. Well, for sure. Um, the fact that he participates oh, and yeah. uh, you know wants to be part of the show, I I I welcome it. Speaking of participation, what uh, whatever happened to Mr. Feedback? Because I think I gave him some pretty good fodder tonight with the affogato, and which I know is totally he, not right. He's hit us up. He's he's yeah. he's been on the show a couple times. Nice. He lets us know when we absolutely blow it. Yeah. He, um. He continues to let us know of his you know overwhelming disdain for Mr. McGinty. Yeah, he does not like Joss. So it's understandable. Do we have? Uh... Are we talking about our Saturday adventure? Yeah, or? that's in closing. That's a pretty exciting thing that's happening around here. For those of you who've been paying attention, the the weekly lava lamper out there, things are happening around here at the old distillery, brewery, restaurant we're building here. And all of our beer manufacturing equipment is now in-house. We've received 100% of the brewing equipment from Premier Stainless, uh, which is rad. It's yeah. all sitting out there in the back. This Saturday, okay. all of the stuff from Vendome uh, in Kentucky, the people that are producing are still, all that stuff gets here on Saturday. It was it left Kentucky or it left today. Vendome today on a truck coming here. And it's it's I'm like that's it's I can't wait. Are we yeah. gonna have videos of Ryan with the forklift yes. moving it around? Yes, Absolutely, for sure. So that. look out for those. Uh, check us out on the, uh, you know, if you aren't paying attention, you should be. Check us out uh, on the on the Instagram, Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Also, Webb's Grain Works. Grain Works. Like, you make stuff out of grain, and it works. Webb's Grain Works is uh, what we're calling ourselves over there. And so check it out. There's some great footage of Ryan operating a <laughs> heavy machinery. And if you know anyone at the Aliso Viejo City Hall that you yeah. could uh, help us out with Put some... Put in a good word for us, because we're just the average American trying to make the dream come true. So, uh, very exciting. The still gets here on Saturday, and we will then have all the equipment in-house to make the alcohol. So that's pretty cool. Um, Vendome is rad. It is the oldest copper uh, still manufacturer in the United States, still in operation. They are pre-prohibition, uh, family-owned, uh, very cool company. We are extremely stoked to be working with Vendome and to be having a Vendome still manufactured for us and to be producing our alcohol on a Vendome still. Um, 
it's kind of interesting in that we bought it. It's like walking onto a lot and buying a car, kind of. But at the same time, I feel extremely fortunate to be able to. It's like if I walked on and I bought a Toyota and I'm driving around I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so lucky to have a Toyota. That's how I feel about this. I feel lucky that we have a Vendome still in-house. Um, when I say that all of the big dogs work with Vendome, I literally mean all of the big dogs. I mean, when we were there last time uh, and then when, when you were there back with mm -hmm. Simon um, – when we were there, we saw them. Uh, they had just started working on a column for Jack Daniels that they were finishing up when yeah, when, when uh, I was there the last time. Ryan and Simon were out there for distilling school. So I saw a picture of it, and it looks really cool. Of our still? Yeah, yeah you yeah. posted a picture yeah, of it yeah. that apparently Vendome <laughs> sent to you. Yes, yeah. Um, so it looks really cool. Is it going to have a prominent place? Yeah, um, it's right behind the glass, right behind the bar. So yeah. if you're sitting at the bar, it'll be right there. That's awesome. So, There's going to be so many cool elements to this this place. You yeah, know, that, we are, and that's like that's part of what we're trying to build into it in design is that, you know, it's the kind of place that you're going to want to come back to because you're going to continue to have different experiences every time you come. You're going to notice different layers. You're going to notice different elements and and things that are going to, you know, enrich your experience hopefully. And and keep it from being run of the mill and boring. You can hopefully come back and be like, oh god, I never saw that thing right there or whatever, you know. So, you, you know, you can cut this out, but have you ever seen? Um, have you ever been to the Edison Bar in downtown Los Angeles? Yeah. What I mean, what a cool place that has so many interesting elements that you know, like there's like a private party room inside of a like a 1920s boiler. Yeah. You very know, cool. like really cool kind of stuff like that. I feel like you're. You're gonna have a lot of those really cool elements that people are gonna think are really rad. Right, create the like, we want to create a full experience here. Um, so you know, and all those little elements help to do that. Um, but but at the end of the day, we don't get to do any of it until we get our our building permit and. Uh, and we would just like to declare that we love the city of Aliso Viejo and the wonderful people at City Hall. Oh. You are just amazing people. We know that you're working hard to do the right thing. Right. And we can't wait till we get the uh, go-ahead to do this. Right. I am going to name a sandwich and a cocktail after each and every one of you. Yeah. Uh, and I just can't wait. Appreciate all the hard work over yeah. there. Thank you. Let's get it done. <laughs> get this over the hump. Um, so, yeah, very exciting. The equipment's going to be here. Unfortunately, we won't be able to use any of it uh, probably for another 10, 11 months. Yeah. Uh, right now, if, if you are keeping track and you haven't heard, uh, the timeline is stacking up now to hopefully we'll be breaking ground next door in February. Uh when then we open up nine months after that. So can I November? Book, can I book my Christmas party at Webb's Grainworks for Christmas twenty twenty two? Yes, I would say that it's it's. Uh, I, I do, we will <laughs> take the deposit. Do not want to jinx myself, <laughs> but we will take the deposit for Christmas twenty twenty two. Wonderful, wonderful. So exciting stuff. Things are happening at a snail's pace, but they are happening. Uh, every yeah. little step forward is a step forward, and it's well, it's cool. And and we do have some good things going for us as as far as uh, we were talking to our main contractor, you know, the last two times we've had big meetings here. And a lot of places are waiting on equipment. Yeah. We have it. Right. So it's not the best allocation of uh Yeah, it's of taking our, up our, a lot of room. And uh and, and it's paid for. 
um, but it's uh, and it's not being used. Yeah. But we have it, so like when we can do it, it's there. We're not reliant on some other group to have a metal shortage. It's, right. it's uh, not in the way of your critical path. Right. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have to, that box is checked. Right. It is funny, however, that when this whole thing did start and we did get our initial conditional use permit. And I made those orders. I made them at the time thinking that that was going to be one of the very last pieces to fall into place. And it turned out being the first thing. When did they uh, approve the C- uh, the CPU? Uh, the CUP. CUP. Uh, January 20th, 2021. Hmm. It was a year ago. Oh, wow. So maybe that 18 was our initial filing. Yeah. Intense. January to... 20th, 2021. So... Damn near a year from conditional use where we could have literally theoretically started building, you know, or, or at least got, gone through planning then. But then we decided to add the caboose and it added a total year to yeah. the project. No more changes. No more changes. Hmm. So anyway, though, like I said, things are happening. Exciting. Please stay tuned. Um, like I said, 2022 is our year. Uh, October, November, uh, December. Maybe it'll be our Christmas present next year. But and hopefully we can get the production floor and all that done and ahead of time. Yeah, and... we want to get some hooch manufactured and some stuff in barrels and get some things aging and have our processes kind of running for a while too before we open the doors to the public. So stay tuned. Uh, we will keep you posted. Thank you for being here, Matt. It was awesome. It's always a pleasure. Great uh, time. Now that you're in town, we'll, we will definitely be back next week, so we hope you're – or at least feel free. I don't know <clears throat> whether or not Joss is going to be here or not. Never again. Yeah. I think uh, I think I – this is my chair now. Maybe it's your chair. Maybe you've, he's been replaced. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You're comfortable with it? I'm comfortable with okay. this. Yeah. Well, you, why don't you let us do know? Do you have a news trailer? Yeah. Or do you have an oh. intro for a news? Uh, no. Yeah, Jack in the Box bought Del Taco. Oh. It really got a conversation going. That yeah. what it did. So that was our news. No. You're hired. Hey, and thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. And we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Bing bong. Bing bong.